When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we have my neighbor who I've been talking about who has just recently become single and diving into the dating scene. She's not an L.A. comedian. She's not an L.A. actress. She's not an expert. She's a normal, everyday elementary school teacher. She has the cutest voice in the entire world and gives great advice and inside information on what women are looking for, what they're attracted to, and what they want. So keep listening. Um, I am here without my co-host, Kristen, uh, and I'm here with my lovely friend and neighbor who I've talked about a couple of times on the show. Mm. She's like, oh, what do nice. you said? I've told him about like our lesbian nights together where we hold each other and touch each other. It's that was real- supposed to be a secret. <laughs> with, uh, want me to say your name? Sure. With Rena. I haven't said your name before on the show, but Rena, who is absolutely amazing and adorable and so Aww. cute and newly single. Yes. So that's why I'm having her on the show. And then we have Dave, our wonderful producer, who is doing me a huge favor tonight by coming to my house. Yes. To record this. Trampoline side. Yes, exactly. Add. Trampoline side. And there's like a princess tent outside. I got to say, though, you have like a cool backyard here. Like this is kind of, I'll be honest with you, this is what I imagined this would look like. Really? Because yeah. of this neighborhood or because of like talking to me, you would imagine you. I would have a trampoline in my backyard. I just imagined that you would have like the right mix of like cool, chic, adult things and kid stuff. <laughs> you think so nicely of me. I love it. This Dude. is why I keep doing my podcast because people think I'm cool, but they do not know the truth. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll just tell a quick story how I got my backyard done like this. I did a reality show to oh. get my backyard done like this because I was doing this um, talking heads show for VH1 and and one of the production assistants had to drive me home. After, I've told you this yes. story, but had to drive me home afterwards. So I was just trying to make chit chat with him. And I said, oh, what other shows do you work on? And he said, I work on this show called I Hate My Yard. I'm like, I fucking hate my yard. How do I get onto this show? <laughs> and then I started stalking him for months afterwards. And finally, uh, he said, OK, well, he, you know, write to my producer. We're ha- having submissions now. I wrote to the producer and he said, we're all booked up for the year, maybe next year. Yeah. And then he wrote me randomly saying, we just had a cancellation for December 10th, which was my birthday, which is so funny. Um, do you want to do the show? And I said, yes, absolutely. So we got like a $40,000 backyard for free. Nice. That's just awesome. pretty fantastic. Yeah. It, yes. It does look great. Thank I mean, you. It looks like someone spent some coin on it. So Exactly. I, like I spent nothing but time on it. Except that, like, is it not with reality TV? Like, do you work in entertainment at all? No. So, like, not even close. No. <laughs> dealing with these, dealing with all the the legal forms and the sign offs and yeah. the strangers walking around your home who you have no idea what their job is. You didn't see them work all day. Right. They were just standing in your kitchen smoking cigarettes. Yes. Yeah. In your kitchen. Not in my kitchen. But, the thing is, because but it was they in the backyard. Have. Oh, they would have. One hundred percent, and trashing my house. 
but the thing is, is it was it was outside, mm-hmm. so we weren't really bothered by any of that stuff. And yeah. also because they were building something for the outside, it didn't bother us if it wasn't the highest quality possible. Right. If they were doing my bathroom, I would have had a complete issue with that. Right. But it, it worked out well. We ended up, you know, having a party with them afterwards. Became friends with them. Ooh, that's it, cool. it was a lot of nice. fun. Yeah. I mean, because we have like this cool barbecue space. So we, you know, put some sausages on the barbecue. We brought out some liquor when we wrapped up. It was fun. It was a really fun experience. That's a good, yeah. Like for those kinds of shows, the wrap party can be the actual place you were doing the show. Right, exactly. So if you, anybody ever wants to watch the episode, it's on the DIY network and like you can that. go see my backyard if you want to go see my backyard. Mar- if you get on the internet Stalkers. and look hard enough, you can see Marnie's backyard. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I wanted Rena to come onto the show because she is newly single and you're having a blast aren't you some days yes <laughs> some days more than others yeah. definitely yeah, yeah it's a new experience are you enjoying the experience are you learning new things from oh, this experience yes absolutely every okay. day is a learning process for me for sure okay well what are you what are you learning that may be helpful for some of the guys who are listening because and i'm i'm trying to probe you to answer things that i want you to talk about because mm-hmm. you've talked to me about everything since you've become single even before you became yes. single and there's a lot of things that you have learned along the way that i think would be helpful for a lot of a lot of our listeners to hear from a female point of view okay like things for example in the beginning when you were talking to people online mm-hmm. you were very forward mm-hmm. you were a more assertive and you were a bit of the aggressor as well because you're used to being in a relationship used to being up front right used to sharing um the, i guess the power if you want to call it that but you would ask guys for their phone numbers you would call them first you would you would do all those things right. and it didn't work out so well for you yeah not so much i feel like you definitely need to take a step back and not let the guy lead per se but that guys do like the chase and you kind of have to just play cool a little bit even if you really like the person so as I'm talking to more people I'm learning more and more how to play it more cool and take a step back and not seem as interested even though I am really interested but that's so interesting because you went to being like the dream for most men I think because most of the guys who listen to this show are like why can't the women just do it first and why can't they approach and why can't they do this and basically what I'm hearing is that it wasn't appreciated Right. And I think it, you have to find the perfect mix of seeming interested, but not too interested. And what, what does that look like? That means maybe not being the first one to say good morning or not be the first one to text in the day. But when they do text you, you respond within a reasonable time and in a cute, fun, flirty way. So to show you're interested, but you're not the first one to reach out. Do you think that's the same thing for guys? Or do you think that the guy has to be the first one to reach out? Because you're saying from, from a female point of view, mm-hmm. like as the woman, you don't want to be the first person to reach out. I, I don't mind being the first one to reach out. I like it, but I'm finding that guys don't like that. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think it also depends on the guy. And I feel like when I find the right guy, and you've told me this before... It'll be okay if I'm the first one to reach out. Like absolutely. I don't, I don't need yeah, to play absolutely. those games. Yeah, yeah. I think that. These, sorry, go on. I just feel like once you're an adult, then you get to do things as an adult because a lot of these dating rules are for like people that are 19. Well, and I don't know if I don't agree some, with that. Well, a lot of these the, dating some rules, some of the ones that we have automatically programmed in our minds, mm-hmm. right. the ones that don't work for us, those are the ones that like they're not for us anymore. We're in a different part. Right. Of our I lives. completely agree with you. Right. That's that's what I mean. So like, I feel like yeah, like 
like you said, Marnie, if if it's the right guy, mm-hmm. then it won't really matter. You won't be able to push too hard, probably. Right. But he, here, here's what the right guy means and the right connection mm-hmm. means. It means that you both are interested in each other. Yes. Right. So, but most often that doesn't happen. And mm-hmm. now where we're talking to 30 different people at a time. Yeah, literally. Apps. Like I've heard you mention... <laughs> I think five different it's crazy which is great you're you know you're you're utilizing all these tools that yeah. are available and seeing what else is out there but you're on all these applications and there's lots of options in front of you so you yes. don't really give people as much time but so it does help increase opportunity we, we've had um Brad P on our show a, a lot of times um and he he will always stop the women who are on our shows when they're giving advice on how to do things because mm-hmm. he'll say to them you're already assuming you like this guy don't advise from that point of view mm-hmm. and it's the same mm-hmm. thing when people are doing this dance and playing games with each other's uh, each other a lot of these rules are in place for people who don't already like each other mm-hmm. so that they're not cut off and they stop from potentially seeing the greatness in each other. Mm-hmm. That's why these things happen. Because if a guy isn't sold on you yet or you're not sold on a guy yet and he does do a couple of weird things or says something off, mm-hmm. you shut him down pretty quickly. Right. But once you're invested a little bit, you're attracted, you're intrigued by the person and they feel the same thing back for you, a lot of the things that would have bothered you with somebody else won't bother you as much. So as much as like I think the rules – Maybe they don't apply because of your age. A lot of rules are in place to increase opportunity yeah. to create chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That, that's why we have this show. If, if we, there, were, there would be right. no reason for this show and people would just say, I have to date a thousand people and then I'll meet that right person and then it will click perfectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing. It's like you may find that golden moment where everything, where you can't screw it up no matter how hard mm-hmm. you try. But more than likely, it's going to be a thing that has potential that you can either break or fix up. Right. Right. Like, I'm curious, though, like, what kind of stuff, when you were going and starting out, like, what kind of stuff would you do that you felt was, like, too much? Like, you were getting pushback from the guys on. Well, like, one example is I went on a date with a guy, and we had a really amazing time, and it was one of my first dates as a single Mm -hmm. person, and we really clicked, and then... The next morning, I texted him saying good morning. We didn't sleep together or anything, but the next morning I texted him and I think that really freaked him out and scared him. And I think it all depends on where the guy is in their life. I know. I don't think he was ready for anything serious and I think he felt a click and a connection. So that freaked him out. Although we are not as easily spooked as women are, I think because we just don't have as many triggers. We don't think too far into everything that is said to us. Mm. But I do think that there are some things that sound girlfriend-like. Mm-hmm. Mm. That when you hear that and it's too early, that's what makes you so like... If you had said, and this is like for me, if you said good morning, that feels like already girlfriend. Yeah, you're in a right. relationship. Right. <laughs> and Marnie, that's I know. exactly when what When she my... told me yeah. that the next day, I was like... Uh, yeah. And then she's my friend, so I'm like, I don't want to say this to you, but he's I not going to text you back for a long time. But hearing a, I had a blast last night, I hope you have yeah. a great week. Mm. That all of a sudden okay. is like, oh, he, I don't have to talk to her until, she's not expecting right. me to be in her life until maybe the weekend or something. Okay. And so that that always helped me just a little bit of like, that that would be in that situation, like there's you're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Just but, different wording. Yeah. It's just not as intense. Yeah. Well, what are some other some other 
mistakes that guys have made with you. Yeah, that's more Mistakes. Things that have turned you off. Like, I think, like, a lot, for example, a lot of guys have gotten very sexual with you very fast. Yes. A lot of guys, a lot of guys, like, she'll, she'll show, show me. Oh but God. you engage them. So that- well, I think that's the thing. Like, you pointed out today, like, I'm too nice. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not feeling a guy. Like, she's literally showing me the text message saying, I don't find him attractive. I hate what he's saying to me, but she'll still respond. I'm like, why are you responding? Because I'm too nice. I don't want to hurt their feelings. Well, it's hurting their feelings more. I you know. respond back. I know. But, but okay, so that that is something. So why are you, you're not that you don't want to hurt their feelings. Why are you responding back to them? Are you trying to hope? Are you hoping to see well, that something else is there? I guess I'm just having fun after being <laughs> in a marriage in a relationship for 19 years and finally right. being single at 38 and not in my entire adult life. So I think for me, even just a little bit of banter, whether or not it's going to go anywhere is still fun for me at right. this stage because it's so right. new for me. So what's the difference between banter that is just fun for you and banter that's that you you are showing that you want it to lead somewhere, that you want him to ask you out to meet you in person? Hmm. Is there a difference? Is there a speed in which you respond? Is there? I like I like when somebody shows interest in me. Like if somebody reaches out to me on an app and they're just like, "Hey there" or "Hi," that to me is like so boring and generic. I want somebody to notice something about my pictures or something that I said in my profile and make me feel like they're seeing me or recognizing me. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But so then with your responses back uh-huh. to them, when is it a polite response? And when is it, I want you to continue so that we can get to meeting each other in person or potentially talking on the phone? Hmm. Is there a different way in which you respond to these people? Like, I guess maybe I'm more open and maybe a little more flirtatious. I think for me, I'm kind of an open book. Guys will pick up even though I'm nice and like I'm saying I don't want to be mean and hurt their feelings I think it's definitely clear of whether I'm interested in someone where you know if I'm responding to them in a decent amount of time like if somebody says good morning how are you how's your day going and I don't respond to them till the evening obviously I'm not that interested but you're being polite when you do respond eight hours later yes okay yeah so those are your signs that I'm just trying to be nice because I don't know how to end this right Versus I'm interested and I'll respond back exactly. to you within two hours. Let's I say. think so for me, the rate at which I respond is a sign of how interested I oh. am. And also if I'm responding back with like a question about them to kind of keep the dialogue going. Yeah. As opposed to just a response. Exactly. Like, an, like a conversation. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's, that's, a, yeah. that's a good thing. I think that a lot of times like I've learned to not pay attention to the timing so just because like people have weird schedules or they work and like the worst thing you can right. do to someone who's busy is be like, oh, thanks for texting me back after seven hours. And they're like, yeah. I was at work and our phones don't work there. Right. And then all of a sudden. That is actually true at your office. <laughs> how do you though, like when you're not interested, is it really just like the closing down? Like, so you don't ask any more questions. You don't. Is hmm. that. Is that I the know. thing when you're not it's like? Really let me just interested? pull out my phone. <laughs> I just... know. Um, I think I'll slowly, slowly just stop responding. But yeah, I don't know. I'm so honest. Like part of me just wants to be like, I'm not interested in you, but I, I don't. I also think. I mean, you got to be prepared to have like the initial like 
blowback insulting comment from them but i do think that ultimately you know as time tells the tale if you just say like hey i think you're i think you're great i don't think we're a match Mm. that right there can be the lax text message you ever send them and it's not mean it's Mm -hmm. not it's not hurtful they're gonna be hurt if they like you and you don't like them back right but really there's nothing there's nothing to like yet. I mean, right, obviously exactly. there. Or just like there is. You're just bantering. Interested. You're just like a virtual person. Yeah, I know. But if they get shut down, they're gonna be upset, maybe. But like being nice like that and they doing it before, blow up a couple of buildings mm-hmm. or yeah. make I, bomb okay, threats. Right, no, that's the perfect thing before to say. Before they make the big investment of their time of I'm gonna message this person for a week and a half mm-hmm. yeah. just to find out that they don't like me. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you're sure. right. Thank you. I'm going to do yeah, that. Nip have, it in the bud. I have one or two people I'm about to do that to. Yeah. So what are some other mistakes that you're noticing guys are making that you wish it, that it could have been different had they not done yeah. X, Y, and Z? Are there things that you've noticed? Hmm. This is really nitpicky, and this is probably because I'm a teacher. But if somebody has bad grammar, like they can't use commas correctly or periods correctly, good thing we don't email each other. You would not be my friend. <laughs> then for they're not for me. I can't like to me. That's a pet peeve. But that's maybe just because I'm a teacher. So. It's, it, it sticks out to me too if somebody um, has spelling errors. Yeah, like this guy has been texting me and he's like how's your day and there's no question mark and he's a UCLA graduate and I'm like sorry if you can't use a question mark I'm not really interested in you what because what do you think it says about him um he's not very detail oriented or that he's just not very conscientious or he doesn't really he's texting a thousand people and he's just in a hurry to do 500 people how are you how are you so it just doesn't feel very personal to me and it doesn't feel very thoughtful okay that's interesting yeah he's not giving you the time to put the question mark yes i know it's such a simple 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 thing thing, but to me that is a total kind of deal i've heard that from a lot of people really yeah as like the top turnoffs for online dating like that is number three i think really for uh, spelling and grammar yeah, you have to not have that for sure. Yeah. I guess, and that's just especially for me as a an elementary school teacher when I'm trying to. Well, it makes you sound stupid too. Yeah, and if you sound stupid, then it doesn't mean you can do anything. Yeah, I know that's like a dumb assumption, mm-hmm. but that's kind of what I think. So as the well. question is: Is do I tell him? <laughs> I know. I mean, again, you can, I, you can say. It, I mean, is you it can just say whatever. Lack of punctuation, or is it other things too? Well, okay. So here's the thing. So there was this one guy's profile. He was. He seemed cute. He mm-hmm. seemed okay. He's the one who te- who said, "How are you?" No question mark. And he had a topless picture. Okay. And so to there was a me, couple of things. yes. So those are like probably two of my only deal breakers is really? topless pictures, topless selfies. On the on the app. On the app. Yeah, because you only choose five pictures and that's right. the one you chose. Yes, exactly. That just says something about you. So mm-hmm. no topless well, what pictures. what does it say about you? That you're egocentric and you need to be, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's probably Like somebody does that, like them. That's the whole thing because I there's guess. a whole bunch of them out there. So somebody must be responding to this. Okay, like, I but, love your but not pic. me. No, not me yeah. either. And most of the women who come onto our show are like, no, don't do a topless selfie. Yeah. Right. There, there was one other type of picture that you had commented on that you said was no good, which I was surprised which about, one? where you said, I don't oh, want to yes. see a picture of you with your guy friends. Right. Well, 
I like, no, I mean, I like to see that guys are social. That's important. But if I have to spend too long looking for who is the person that I'm checking out and there's like five people in the picture, then that's a waste of my time and I don't want to try and figure that out. But even though you've seen other pictures of them and you could say, oh, he's the blonde guy. I don't know. I mean, it it's not like, oh, I'm never going to swipe right on this person, but it's just, it's kind of annoying to me. Really? Yeah. See, I don't find it, well, I'm also not single, but... Is he, though, is that, like, how hard you will look into a group picture? Is that in correlation to how you feel about that person? Like, first profile pic is just him. Okay. Think, okay, this guy's attractive. And then you see a group picture. If he's really hot, will you look a little harder? Or is it just, like, that the group picture is just, like, uh-uh? Yeah, no, I don't really care okay. how good-looking he is. All right. Yeah. What sells you most about their profiles? Like, how, like how much... how how in-depth do you get into their profile? Like, what's your order of looking at people? Um, It's honestly not... I mean, obviously, the pictures first. You, you kind of have to feel if you're, you vibe with the person just physically and then definitely what they say. And it's not the amount that they say, but it's more of just like, for me, I, I really need to... Res- it needs to resonate with me and connect with me. And if their interests are not my interests or just things that I would not align with, then... I'm not going to be interested. So definitely what they have to say in combination with their pictures. Are there a lot of profiles that you find are boring? I just feel like they're so generic and they all say the same exact thing. And it's what? Love the outdoors, fit, um, skiing, snowboarding, surfing, um, love the beach. Why? Just everything. I mean, I guess we live in Los Angeles, right. so you know there's a reason why people live here. But it's just everybody says they're funny, they're witty, they're sarcastic. It's like you would think everybody's exactly the same based right. on these profiles. Do those things not attract you? They do, but, but it's all the same. Yeah, it's all the same. Do you feel like sometimes people put things in their dating profiles that, number one, you can't assess yourself, and number two, that really are just going to be blatantly obvious once you actually get to know that person? Like, they're funny. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of funny people, (laughs) um, and... They don't put that they're funny right. when they're describing themselves. They right. have to be forced and coaxed into saying that they're funny most of the time. Exactly. Like if you need to try that hard to describe how amazing you are, I don't know how amazing you are. Like I think it'll just sort of shine through. If you're funny, be funny in your profile. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, okay, so something so simple. This one guy, he had one line in his profile and he said, looking for my everything bagel. Like, that was one line, and that was amazing to me. Like, what did it tell you? That he's witty, that he's cute, and that was was amazing. Like, he didn't need to tell me a million things. Just saying, I'm looking for my everything bagel was told me enough about him. I would like him as well for that. Yeah. Yeah. Dave's like, I would date him. I mean, I would. I I would would. bang the crap out of that guy. That man right there, all this, uh, 38 years of not being interested in men. But that comment, yeah, that would you'll turn be, you around. You'll be his everything bagel. Yeah, nice. so I want. I think that, I, but I do think that that's a strong move, dude. Just, 
I like it. Now Not to call you dudes. Don't that. Ever say All that. you're going to see is profiles that say that, that one sentence. But I, something like that, though, that, that strong move like that, mm-hmm. I, I think that but works. The thing is, it's, it's hard for people to come up with that stuff. If you're not a great writer, if you're not really yeah. that witty, it's hard to come up with something like that. And not that. That's true. It, it could go horribly wrong. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I, I'm just I, I'm looking not for witty enough whole, to come up with something like that. But looking like, for a whole patch of It could bite you in the ass. <laughs> and people would be like, what are you trying to say? Yeah. The, the problem with online dating is that it's flat it's one dimensional and people who may not be excellent writers have a tough time right and then sometimes I think about well did they hire someone to write this for them them yeah yeah because a lot of times their profile doesn't match with the way that they talk Mm -hmm. online and then when you meet them in person they're also a completely different person so a lot of things don't match up but I wanted to uh, read these 10 commandments of dating that I have so this one guy wrote to me and said "Um, I I have something I want to share with you are you open to hearing it and so I wrote back and said, sure, what is it? And he said, it's the Ten Commandments of Dating. It took like five exchanges before he ended up getting this information out. <laughs> and I usually don't respond to emails, but I was like, fine, I'll you know play with you a little bit because I'm bored right now. Um, but he said, I have these Ten Commandments of Dating. Do you want to read them? Sure, I'll read them. Okay. And then uh, I, I, I said, please send them over. And he wrote back and he said, will I get credit for these hmm. if... <laughs> You shared them. And I wrote back, sure. So anyway, so then he sent these over. And then um, I said, can I read them on my podcast? Are you comfortable with that? And he said, yes. I said, great. I'll connect you to my assistant. And, you know, she'll work things out with you and find out how you want to be credited. Um, And he said, okay, great. So then he wrote to my assistant. He didn't even share the Ten Commandments with her or Ten Dating Commandments. He just said, can I get a free membership to your site? Which I thought was really Wow, he's like. He's He's ballsy. Ballsy. Interesting. Autistic. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, But I thought, I'm just joking with this guy. But no, I I thought they were were interesting. And I wanted to hear what you thought. Okay. About the things that he said. These are the the ten things that he lives by, that he's learned to live by for dating. Number one, it's important to remember the first date is not really a date, but a sharing meeting. Hmm. Do you think that's true? No. Okay. Why? A sharing meeting. I feel like it is a, I mean... What's a date if it's not a sharing meeting? I don't yeah. know. Two and what things. is a sharing meeting? I don't know what a sharing meeting is. I have I, sharing meetings in my classroom. I don't right. know what that means for... It's, it's a meeting where you share things with each other. Just an exchange of sharing to see... Okay. I mean, I guess so. Is it? Do you think it's a, it's a much... Do you think it's less pressure to think about it that way as opposed to a date? That it may not make you as nervous or... The, you may have a different desired outcome if you go into it thinking, okay, this is just like a, you know, a sharing meeting. We're just no, meeting that feels to very, very sterile okay. and like not romantic. And not, so you think that every first date should be romantic? No, not at all. But I just feel like that feels very business-like. Okay. Okay. What do you think, Dave? I think that... Uh, I don't really know what a sharing meeting is. I think <laughs> I think as a man, that's probably a good way to look at it because on a date, maybe you're super duper trying to impress and in a meeting, then it's just like, let's kind of, let's listen just as much as we try and impress. Okay. You know? Like, yes. Ah, okay. That's the that I part. That I get now. It's like a meeting. Yeah. So For it's men, like, a meeting is a give and take where a date mm-hmm. is all of a sudden like, I need to show this woman it's a like good It's like a razzle-dazzle oh. show. See, I don't yeah. see a date as being, I need to show this person. For me, I intuitively or innately just 
feel like it's a give and take. But, but the guy is probably thinking like, I want to show you a good time. Okay. If it's yeah. if it's date, so maybe just like back off on the you know Clark Gable stuff mm-hmm. and just get to and know share. this person. Oh, okay. I like this. Okay, then yes, I agree with I agree with commandment number one. Do not send. Do not spend an inordinate amount of money to impress. Remember to save some powder for possible future dates if things go well. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Definitely, because if it's your first date, you don't know if you're going to click with that person. And why spend a ton of money on somebody yeah. you don't even know if you're? Well, gonna that was click one of the first with. things that you said to me too. You're like, no more meals. No, I'm done with this. No. It's a waste of time. Coffee or a drink. Coffee That's or a drink. It. You're like, yeah. I want an. I want a quick out. Absolutely. If it's no good. So I agree with commandment number two. Okay. Yeah, that's a good solid plan. Number three. If your date does not share your sense of humor, this is definitely not a good sign. I think that's true. I mean, I think for me, it's really important to find someone who makes me laugh. And if I don't enjoy their sense of humor, this is not somebody I'm going to connect with. Right. Like if they're like super sarcastic. Yeah, and I don't enjoy meaner. right. Yeah, no. you wouldn't. You'd be out of there. It wouldn't be in for you. Correct. I agree with that one as well. Yeah. Never say I think we would have beautiful children together. At least not early on in the relationship. Uh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody said that on your first date, what would you think? On my first date, well, we're not. I'm not having any more kids, so right. then it would definitely be a deal <laughs> like, No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. But no, I I think that's kind of a red flag, yeah. kind of scaring women off. Why is it a red flag? I mean, maybe it just shows that this person just wants to. I don't know. They just want to have your babies. Yeah, not. I just it. want to impregnate you. I know. I just think it's an odd thing to say on well, your first date. Yeah, that seems like like you say that about someone that you could potentially even even if you don't plan on having kids with mm-hmm. them that you could imagine it like. Oh, you know what? It's too bad we met late in life. We would have had beautiful babies. You say that when you've been dating a couple of months. Yeah. Or a year. I don't know about that. I could four. I could see that sentence being pulled off in a certain way and it could be okay. But I understand if your person's actually thinking that, I wouldn't say to say that on your first date. I As a general a rule, like that's that's for the super advanced, like you know That's I like would, date four at yeah, least. I wouldn't go into that. <laughs> no. Okay, number five. See how your date interacts with other people. Example, waiter, waitress, mm-hmm. bartender. This can tell you a lot about a person. A hundred thousand percent. Okay. Absolutely. The way people, yeah, carry themselves, talk to other people, that is a huge indicator of what kind of person they are. Yeah. And this is for men and women. This list isn't just for, for women yeah. to adhere by. It's for It's sure. for everybody. Oh, yeah, especially men. Like, mm-hmm. you need to make sure that you have that command of, like, there's all kinds of books for men written about etiquette and, like, how to order drinks at a bar and yeah. how to do all that stuff. It's super impressive, or it's worked well for me in the past, at least, to just kind of know those things. Like, go up and order the drinks for both of you and because it's busy in the bar, mm-hmm. things like that. But, like, definitely being super nice. Because, like, how you treat a stranger, like, with Mm -hmm. a woman, I'm definitely thinking, like, if she's rude to a waitress, you know, sometimes they're rude to her because she's cute or because she's clumsy or whatever. But, like, if they don't immediately have that initial reaction, like, kind of compassion for her, like, oh, she's having a hard night or whatever, Mm -hmm. like, I'm out. And that's just me. Right. But I think that that general thing, like, the way that you treat people that you don't know is Mm kind of how you're going to treat people. Yeah. Yeah, in the worst moments. Yeah. I remember there's this one guy named Dave Heyman, 
that I was friends with in high school and, and you know, in college. Um, and he had a girlfriend that he well, sometimes would treat well, sometimes wouldn't really treat well. But um, I I used to always say about him, I, I really like him. I know he's an asshole, but he treats me really nicely. And I remember this one other guy said, if he treats everybody else like an asshole, one day he'll treat you like an asshole too. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's true. Like, yes, he may respect you now and treat you nicely, but eventually that asshole is going to come out, which may or may not be a bad thing mm-hmm. because I have all the other things to know about him. But that behavior is one day going to affect you as well. So you have to see that person in those worst moments and decide whether or not it's something mm-hmm. that you like or don't like. Right. Overall, a lot of these things um, just remind me to remind guys who are listening that because I know that this pops up uh, pops up quite often when guys email me is that they forget that they're there as well to evaluate and select the person that they're sitting across from. So actually, I am going back to the shared meeting thing now, and I do think that it, it is a great way to think about going on a date for a guy because a lot of guys as you said, Dave, they go into the date thinking, okay, can I impress her? Impress her? Can I attract her? Can I do all these right things? Like, am I making her happy right now? Am I yeah. engaging her? Does she want to go on a date with me? That's a lot to put onto your shoulders. And, and women think the same but thing I too. I mean, not that I've been on a ton of dates, but the guys that I've been out with don't seem like they're trying to impress me too much. So maybe I'm picking the wrong one. No, ones, no, it's no, not. You I haven't am... been out with a guy who hasn't been out in a long time or is any kind of desperation. Okay, because I'm or definitely... doesn't date that often. Yeah, these guys are not trying their hardest to like go over the top to impress me. Does that bother you? I mean, I don't want it to come off fake, and but it would be nice if they were trying a little bit harder i don't know i just feel like now with the online dating world and like people are it's so easy to just meet somebody online and meet them for a coffee i just feel like it's sort of taking away this sort of mystery or this i don't know the word but just the specialness of a first date because nowadays with it's so easy and ex- people have accessible. eight first dates in a week. Exactly. It's just, it's not special anymore. It's just like, okay, let's meet for coffee. Let's meet for a drink. It's not like this nice first date where people, you're trying to impress the other person. Mm-hmm. Everything just feels very casual. So let's say there was a guy who was very confident in himself, um, didn't feel the need to impress a woman that he was sitting across from. Mm-hmm but did want to make a good first impression mm-hmm. and have her feel special what would he what would what would he do to accomplish so, that okay so even if it's just like meeting for coffee or meeting for drinks like kind of taking charge and being like okay i know this really nice bar or like what what's your favorite drink and if i say like a margarita which happens to be my favorite drink he'll say like oh this place has the best margarita. Let's meet there. So like just showing thought or asking me what I like and then taking initiative to plan a nice a place even for a simple drink. So just being thoughtful and inquisitive. Okay. And what would to, it look like on the other side where it was too thoughtful, too eager, and too needy in, in a very similar scenario? So if mm. a guy – I'm sure you've encountered a couple of guys who maybe are you – know, let's call them too nice what would the too nice guy look like what would his version of that be huh honestly i i don't i don't know i don't know can i paint a picture yeah Yeah. let me try okay so you like so first off the too nice guy 
is going to be like, I have a feeling one way that they would do this is to like go completely overboard, like take you out. We're going on Saturday. We're going to spend all day going to all the margarita places and I've hired a driver. Oh. Like that, or maybe not spending too much money, but like the just over, overdo it. Like uh-huh. we're going to this place with giant margaritas and we're going to pound them down or whatever. I don't know. Maybe like, no, but you're saying to go to an extreme of like, okay, you like margaritas and all I'm going to talk about is margaritas. I'm going to margarita and... the shit out of this woman. <laughs> right. And yeah, I think that, that that, but also like, I feel like guys, sometimes you, you, you don't want to go overboard and do like a, a rom-com kind of thing because that feels uncomfortable mm-hmm. and weird. And most of the time they're like, when I'm with, when I've dated women who I wanted to do something like that for, I probably waited a couple beats longer than mm-hmm. I, when I first had the thought of like, I want to do something really special or really romantic. I would always hold back. Cause I'm like, I don't know, this is too soon or whatever. So sometimes that happens, but like the, if they're willing to like make these grandiose romantic gestures and they mm-hmm. don't know you yet, they're full of shit. Right. Like that's, I just don't know there's any other way to say it. No, I, it's not full of shit. It's just eager to please. They may be full of shit. Right. Or they're really Or they're just that great. It's not great if they're if they're if they're doing <laughs> all those things and going over the top. It's typically because it it's not out of niceness a lot of the time. It's right. out of nervousness that you won't like them if mm-hmm. they don't do these things. And it may be a subconscious thing that they're yeah. doing this, but it's like they're eager to please. Yeah. It's like they, they, they're not secure in who they are as a right. person. Yeah. So, okay, I'll do all these wonderful things right. for you because if I don't do all these things, then you're not going to like exactly. me. Exactly. As, like, as, as opposed to, I told you I can't speak today. What's wrong mm-hmm. with me? As opposed to, this is me. I'm enough, mm-hmm. but there's a nice thing that I can do. Right. As well. Like asking you what you like to drink and yeah. being thoughtful about planning. I know a great margarita yeah. place we can go to. Happens exactly. to be around the corner from your house. You can go back to your place afterwards <laughs> and I'll play with your toes. Also, <laughs> also behind the other side of that is the guy who's too nice to you or or is doing that thinking that's the only way you're going to like him. When you don't like him yet, you've you know he feels like he's spent that much time being nice to you and you don't end up liking him mm-hmm. he's gonna be mad yeah. because mm. he feels like he paid admission for to right. be liked and you didn't like him back yeah yeah which is a big personality problem with guys we all have it to some degree or mm. another but and, so does everybody yeah so we just have to that's something to be i do all these to. nice things and you still can't treat me well i mean i have that with right. my nanny <laughs> yeah <laughs> i complain all the time okay i just want to read these quickly then we're gonna take yes. a break keep the conversation light and avoid controversial topics at least early on unless you're dating a trial attorney they may enjoy this interaction hmm keep it light I've never heard the trial attorney part of that. <laughs> he's saying avoid controversial topics. So he's just saying. Yeah. I think that depends on the person. Yeah. Some people love discussing politics and really thrive and get off on that. Because I am a, what is it called again? Oh, what am I? A sapiosexual. A sapiosexual. Oh, yes. That gets me off. If you're going to have oh. an, an intellectual banter, I'm into it. Like I love that. But I, But still keeping it light. Right. Yeah. I think, and especially not touching upon topics that might be personal. Yeah. Like religion or. Yeah. And like don't, and to not divulge too much too soon. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like you had a, a date where 
this guy was like a Debbie Downer with you. Oh, he revealed way too much. Yeah, and you ended up being his coach. Exactly. Uh. Yeah, telling me he's not living his life's passion and blah blah blah. Yeah, that was terrible. Well, why is that terrible to you? Okay, no, it wasn't terrible that he said that because that was honest and I appreciate honesty. But I was trying to encourage him, letting him know that you know we create our reality and we can do whatever we want with our lives. But he wasn't having any of that. And I could just tell he was somebody that was not going to uplift me. He was just going to sort of bring me down. Yeah. And so that was not a turn on. No, definitely not a turn on each take your own vehicle on the first few dates and meetings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. What about, I have a question for you guys though. Like with in LA, we Uber a lot. Mm -hmm. Is it better? Like first date, obviously we're just going to meet at this place. I don't know your address. I don't know it. You know, right. After a couple times when you're still in the take our own cars, but like how big or how, how many points does a guy get for sending you an Uber? Like we're meeting at this place. I'm sending you a car. Oh my God. Well, that's yet to happen. But if he did, that would be major points. That would be so sweet. I agree with that. That's why you listen to the podcast. Heck yeah. Get a babysitter too. Can we go on a date? (laughs) Seriously. My girlfriend would be upset. Sorry, girlfriend. (laughs) She might like it. Pay close attention to touching (laughs) gestures. This is a good sign and means your date is comfortable with you. Agree. Definitely. So with people you're not interested in, you don't touch. Hmm. And if you do touch, you're interested? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. If I'm not interested, I will not touch him. What about but somebody you're really enjoying, but you're not attracted to? Will you touch them? Probably not. No. Really? No. Okay. No. Definitely you not. Like, somebody... You might hug him goodnight, but you're not going to, like, while he's talking, you're not going to reach exactly. out like when he makes a point that you like and, like, right. grab his hand or something. I mean... I think if I'm enjoying them just as a human being and we're like having great conversation, which happens to be like with one guy that I'm sort of dating right now where I'm, I don't know if I'm super into him physically, but we have great conversation. Mm -hmm. Like I think if we're sitting there at dinner or whatever and we're talking and I'm enjoying whatever he's saying, I I might reach out and touch his hands, but I don't know. But you're saying if you were interested, you would touch more? Definitely. Mm, interesting. Yeah. If you feel the time is right and things are going well, you both will know. Don't be shy. Just move in for the first kiss. I think these are great things that he's written for himself. I think everybody should have their own Ten Commandments uh-huh. of things that they should do. And this is a great list to start from. So if you feel the time is right and things are going well, don't be shy. Just move in for the kiss. So if- Yeah. I mean, I think you have to really read the other person's body language and and – Follow your intuition. If you feel like there's chemistry and... The, Go for it. What's the worst that can happen? She'll say, no. Yeah. I don't want to. Or yeah. here's my cheek. Continue exactly. kissing it. <laughs> this is important. Do not make a total judgment on the first meeting. If possible, give the person a second or possibly a third chance. Unless, of course, they totally creep you out. I don't know. I sort do. of battle with that one myself. If you're just not really sure about the person on the first date, I am... Again, into intuition and following your instinct. If you're not vibing that person, I don't really think that people, from my opinion, I could be wrong. People don't grow on you per se. Like if it's not there right off the bat, I'm not really sure that it's going to be there. 
what but your teacher yes so like let's put a letter grade on the date is mm-hmm. there a line of demarcation like c plus and above get oh. a second date oh no b no, plus no. and above what's what's Ugh. the level good question um definitely b plus okay so like, if not a minus so like 90 percent and above yeah as far as you're just overall good vibe like like wanting a second date so you've got a fairly high threshold that they've got to meet for a second date i i guess I yeah simple, i feel yeah. like i mean I, I have two kids my time is that. valuable and so i don't really want to spend time with somebody that i'm not enjoying that's good yeah. at least enjoying yeah. Right. You have to enjoy them on some exactly. level. Whether or not you're attracted and turned on yes. to them, that's what you'll give a second and third right. chance for. I've talked about it before with my husband. I wasn't attracted to him in the very beginning, mm-hmm. but I liked being around him. I enjoyed being around him. And then attraction Because came. you're a sapiosexual. Yeah. But he's not a sapio. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we have crazy intellectual banter. That's the interesting oh, yeah. thing. Okay. So... <laughs> I don't know. He he grew on me, and then my attraction for him grew. I actually like because that came in before about um, keeping things light. We used to debate a lot of things, and I liked that. I uh-huh. liked that he didn't just agree with things that I said, mm-hmm. and he made me think a little bit harder. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was maybe that is a sapiosexual thing, but I yeah, I guess I liked his brain. Maybe I don't like I didn't like his opinions, right. <laughs> but I liked that he wanted to battle with me and I thought that was attractive, but I enjoyed him. I always enjoyed him. I wasn't always thinking like, eh, uh-huh. do I like him? Am I interested in him? He's really annoying on this level. I didn't have those thoughts. I just had a very comfortable uh-huh. feeling with him and then attraction kind of grew. Interesting. Yeah. So these, I, I like these 10 commandments and yeah. I think that everybody should kind of make their own rules to have yes. in place to remember because that's how you can put boundaries in place. That's how you can check mm-hmm. in with yourself and say, eh, was this person fit, fitting into these 10 commandments? Were they fitting into these 10 things that I like about other individuals? Are they fitting into these things that I'm looking for? It's a way to check back in with yourself to see whether or not this person across from you mm-hmm. matches up to what it is you actually want or if you're being swayed by things that may not serve you the best and get you into situations that in the past may have bit you in the ass a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest everybody who's listening create their own 10 commandments. And you know what? I forgot to write down the person's name who did send in these 10 commandments. I will give you credit on another episode. Is he also a member now? Dave. No, I said oh, no to I that. I was oh, like, you said I don't no. even like your 10 commandments that much. Let's just see how it goes before I start giving you. Give me another. Shit. We'll talk. I didn't like that. He asked for it. I, did, I being assertive is fine. But the way that it was asked, I was just like, no, I don't like. Yeah, that seems a little sketch. He just wrote to my assistant saying, uh, can I get free access or a free membership to the website? I didn't like it. I didn't. I thought if he was joking or something that was cuter, Mm -hmm. that is the same thing as talking to somebody online. It's like it was just very presumptuous and sort of aggressive and pushy. It It was a shirtless pick. Yeah, exactly. It was a self. And he did not have a six pack. Exactly. With a big beer gut. Anyway, we're going to take a break and then we're going to answer some overanalyze this questions that were sent in from listeners. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. If you're a fan of the show, we need your help. 
This month, we're in a competition with other podcasts to see who can get the most completed answers to our audience survey. It only takes a few minutes and you can do it from your phone. It's at wondery.com slash survey. That's wonder, the letter Y, dot com slash survey. Thank you so much, Kristen. I will be forever thankful. And we are back with neighbor Rena, or Rena Neighbor, as she is listed in my phone. Neighbor Rena sounds like something like Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. Right. Hey, neighbor Rena. Neighbor Rena. How are you doing? All right. Here's a question from one of our listeners. So if anybody wants to write in to uh, get their questions answered on air, write in to ask at askwinpodcast.com. Greetings, Marnie and Kristen. Kristen, who's not here. She is on a shoot. But actually, it is a nice break from hearing her <laughs> whine about the guy that she's dating. That's right. Um, but I wish I wish she was here as well because she would have had fun with us. Um, I'm a 59-year-old widower. I lost my wife of 33 years in a motorcycle accident seven months ago. That is horrible and heartbreaking. Um, And I'm sorry for that. Um, In my process of rebirth, I discovered the wing girl method and have started going through the materials to become a better me. I am working on my health, exercise, diet, and clothing style. I currently live in a small community in uh, southeast Kentucky and can see moving to a larger community to go where the women are and to have more activities to do with them. I would love to hear your advice for men like myself who are just re-entering the dating world. I would love to date Kristen to see if she is as great as she sounds. Thanks for your program. Please keep up the advice and try coming out to the East sometime. Sincerely, Tom. So what is your mm. advice for men like Tom who are just re-entering the dating world? You're re-entering. So what's some advice you would give to him? Um, I guess my advice for him would be number one, to make sure that he's gone through his grieving process. I mean, seven months is is a pretty new wound. So to make sure he's not just jumping out into the dating world just mm-hmm. because he's lonely. So making sure he's healed and taken care of himself first. Yeah. So that's first and foremost. And then my advice for him would be to figure out activities that he enjoys. And like if he likes line dancing or salsa dancing to go and do activities that he enjoys and Hopefully he'll meet some like-minded women doing those activities. Other thing is, like, I'm from the Ozarks, so I understand southeastern Kentucky. Like, I know where he is. I know what that's like. Um, I can tell you one thing, uh, my friend, is be real careful when you're starting out dating in these small towns because everybody knows everybody. Mm. And so just make sure that you're not practice dating in the pool that you have to work out of. Mm. Like, because in, in a lot of these towns, you know, maybe 5,000 people there, there could very well only be 15 single women that are even within your dating pool, and five of them may not like you. You know, I mean, like, you, you really have to... It just... You just need to be more methodical in that way. And that's mm-hmm. why I think you're exactly right. Like, just go out and do stuff that's fun. If you like... You know, if you want to get back on the bike, um, you know, that's that's one thing. Or if there's a church that you've been a part of, that's another good way. Just don't put too much, like, I'm going here to meet someone. Mm-hmm. It's more just, I'm going here to do something. And by doing all these things that I like and that I love. You'll surround may, yourself with people yeah, who are like-minded. I'm more likely to, when I meet a person that I like, it's going to be convenient because they also like the things mm-hmm. that I do. 
No, I love that advice. It's interesting that you say if you are in a small town and there's only 15 people that you shouldn't practice date with them. I'm saying that you shouldn't. You're saying if you're not ready yet. Right. Like, go out. Don't go out on any just like, oh, well, just see what happens Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to try that hard or whatever. Like, go to some other town and tinder someone there and go (laughs) on a date with them. But don't do that, Mm -hmm. you know, because the worst thing I think. (laughs) That would be so funny in this small town to like go on Tinder. Like after three minutes, they're like done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You don't have anybody else to swipe anymore. No more matches. You're screwed. Not that I know this from experience, having been a musician out on the road at different times, like, but yeah, that will happen. Like you'll go through a town. Like we would open up Tinder when we'd, be stopped at some truck stop mm-hmm. somewhere in a small town and just see like there are seven women on tinder really see if we can get them to come to a show interesting but, but like that was that's a thing though that you forget about when you're not from a small town is that you know your your dates like it's a lot better off in those places to do the the kind of group activities or just do and live your life and do what you do and then just be mm-hmm. really gentle with the dating pool that you have because yeah. it's not, you know, it's not being restocked constantly right. like in a big city. That's true. Yeah. My, my advice is going to piggyback on both of yours in that, you know, it's only been seven months. But yes. You, yeah. Not that I want to say this to Tom at all, but I don't know how happy they were before true. We any of this how. happened. So, it, you know, it, you may be trying to distract yourself. Many people do that mm-hmm. when they're recently single after a breakup. So there's nothing wrong with doing that. But I, I agree with both of you that you, he has to refine his sexy single mm-hmm. self and figure out what he likes, what he doesn't like. Um, go going out to things like I don't know why I'm saying line dancing as well, but line dancing <laughs> well, or salsa Eastern dancing Kentucky. or yeah, I don't know what kind of dancing they like in Eastern Kentucky. Hip hop, I don't know. Yeah, was that, but, but go but, to the rodeo, but, yeah. take a cooking class, do a exactly. thing, you know, yeah. like but re- refine your refine yourself again mm-hmm. so that you're not you're not still in relationship mode and you're yeah. you're starting well, to do good things advice for... for me too yeah no definitely yeah. but you are doing all those things i mean yeah. you you are you're going to your hip-hop classes you're you're you mm-hmm. are practice dating with people and figuring out what you like and don't mm-hmm. like you're learning how not to um communicate with them as if you're already in a relationship with mm-hmm. them and to talk to them as if they don't really know anything about you or know where you're coming from because right. they don't that's the hard part when you have mm-hmm. been in a relationship for so long. You yeah. do say things like good morning mm-hmm. to the person and you do see, seem to think it's okay to talk to them every single day mm-hmm. right? because that's the routine that you've, you've been in. Um, so really for Tom, I would say to focus on him right now, figuring out, figuring out what you're looking for, what your values are, what, yeah. what and, your boundaries are, what things you like to do. Like I've recently made a list of things that I want to do right now, a small bucket list mm-hmm. that's not before I die, but maybe in the next few months of things that I want to do. Milking a cow was one of the things that I want to do. I'm sure Tom's already done that in Southeast Kentucky. I don't know, <laughs> but maybe add it to your list of things that you want to cover so that there are new things to talk about while yeah. you're on dates. And and the thing too, like when I went through my divorce, I blew out a couple of relationships for that yeah. specific reason of as a as a dude, for me, I was in this, I was in relationship mode. So anytime I have this female companionship, like. She's your girlfriend. More, yeah, more than a couple dates. Like where it's like kind of, you know, like I don't have to wonder whether or not she likes me mm-hmm. at all. Right. Um, and yeah, it was like, I would find that the relationship would go, I would go start behaving like a husband. Of like when she's talking about, she just wants me to know about the 
dude at her work that's a pain in the butt. Meanwhile, I'm like, you know, you could find this guy for this and that. And, you know, I'm ready to You're playbook already. how to get rid of this guy from her job. And she's like, eh. yeah, it's, you know, I was in husband mode. I was in right. protector mode. Yeah. And like, yeah, it, it takes a while. And what happens is you've been married for a long time. It just goes into natural mm-hmm. reaction, maybe. It, or your bad habits that you had in your marriage also are like very easy to keep doing yeah well that makes sense that's just part of getting ready yeah you're a human being and you're in a routine and you have a lot of automated Mm -hmm. actions and reactions because you've been doing something for so long I was such an amazing husband that it was so hard for me to turn <laughs> to break out of it. I can't even <laughs> say it without laughing. Yeah, and be an <laughs> asshole dater. Uh, okay, here's another question, and then we're going to wrap up the show. There's a really beautiful woman that lives on the street that runs at the back of my block of units. I only ever see her on the rare occasion. I drive past her when she's coming back from work. Mm. On those times, I try to make eye contact and look for an opportunity to stop and talk, but don't know how best to approach. She's so pretty that I can tell a lot of guys would be after her. And she works in traffic control, so she'd be around a lot of horny dudes. Anyway, I'm just wondering how I can approach her without being creepy. I walk around the block a lot, and in all the years um, her and I have lived in the area, I've never run into her. Could I leave her a note with saying uh, something cute and funny? Any advice would be much appreciated. I can't have a pretty girl, a stone's throw away from me, and not do something. Thanks. Love the podcast. Hayden. Hmm. That's tricky. I don't know. What if Jim I'm kind of, <laughs> from our street had a crush on you? What could I he do? I almost feel like I believe, not in fate, but I just, if they've lived by each other for so long and their paths have never crossed. Then how does he keep seeing her then? I know. I'm, and if she's in air traffic control, can he? How does he know that about her? Like, yeah, how does he, and yeah, how does he know these things about her? She lives never, behind him. But how does he know what he How does he know what she does for a living? Like, how does he know all these things about her? So he there's any number of ways. He looked how? her up on Facebook or yeah. something. He might know. Okay, so then contact her on Facebook. If you if you're but if he's her, never or, talked to her, how? Do, I think maybe more more than likely, like she's got a bag that you know, like an ATC bag or something like that, right. or just something like that. Is it time, maybe? Is this the time to throw the Hail Mary pass? Like, you've lived around her for a while. The yeah. worst that's going to happen is she just avoids you, and you also... I mean, she has been avoiding you for yeah, I know. your entire I'm relationship. I'm not feeling so we... optimistic about that. Why? Just because they haven't naturally crossed Because paths? I feel like if she were interested in him, she would be giving him some sort of signs. Maybe she is. Maybe she's she flashing her air traffic him. control, saying, this is where I work. Come and find me, dude. She's got the orange thing. But you don't thing. know. Um, yeah, seriously. She's, swish, she's like flagging him in, saying, hello, come approach so, me. So... Well, then what's the worst if she's not attracted right. to him and okay. he just goes And they never and... happen to cross paths and so he doesn't have to do I throw the touchdown pass. What he could do is, again, maybe leave her a note. He obviously knows where she lives saying, hey, I've noticed you running a few times. I really enjoy running. Maybe we can go for a run together one day or I don't know. Would that I mean, turn you off? Would you be like, yes, this is what I want. I don't know what no, you look like or who you no, are. I probably wouldn't like that. I don't. I don't know what he's Anything that's going to make it sound like you've been watching her with I know. I almost feel like he's like just leaving her a picture of her coming home late. (laughs) There's a picture of you. uh, And to say, I know where you work. Um, This is a very difficult one because you're saying. The thing is, is that if you 
you've seen her you see her patterns you, you know when she's going to be doing things you can make fate happen right if you do see her walking by your unit go run outside and just say i know mm-hmm. this is gonna sound stupid have a big smile on your face but i see you all the time walking around here i've i i wanted to say hi to you yeah so you don't think that's creepy what if what if i you know what's creepier not doing that yeah. really yeah, not taking and just a, like not taking a chance. Or if it's hard to write a note because they, if they, I'm not really understanding if they've never actually seen each other before, and he's just seen her. Yeah, like you can by. say, I'm that dorky guy that you walk by all the time. Like if you want to, if if you can use wit mm-hmm. yeah. in there to lighten it up and to say like, I know this is totally stalkerish, and and make fun of yourself a little mm-hmm. bit to downplay it, but and just but then then just say. I'd love to go grab a cup of, cup, cup of coffee. We're neighbors. Like, I, I think you can you can play it off in a certain way. I don't know enough about their interactions in order right. to properly advise. But I think you could leave a note um, if it wasn't like a super sweet note. Because that can be really creepy that you're hmm. super sweet right away. But if you throw some wit into it and kind of call the elephant out of the room that this kind of could be stalkerish and creepy, uh-huh. then I think that's the best opportunity for something to come out of it. Yeah. I actually don't like when people like say I'm not trying to be creepy or like labeling it because I feel like by saying that it is make it, it, it wasn't creepy until you just put that exactly. out there. Exactly. Yeah. I guess. Well, what about sorry. yeah. What about to just say something as simple as like she's she's going for a run, she goes for a run every day about the time that you get home from work or whatever. And you just finally just go outside and say like you know, we've lived around each other for a little while and I've seen you and I just kept hoping that we would organically run into each other yeah. and I wouldn't have to be this weird guy that stops you at the end of your run. But here's my, you know, here's my phone number. I'm here a lot. And if you just sent me a text message, I'd, I'd love to, to get to know you. Or like, not mm-hmm. even ask her out, but just like, I'd really like to know you. Yeah, you know, that, actually sounds, was that, really, sounds, yeah, yeah. that actually that sounds really good. That sounds and, wonderful. And I, th- to me, like, when, I, when you read that email, that was the vibe that I got from that guy of just like, okay, I've waited too long. I was too nervous. I was too shy. Mm-hmm. And now it's weird. And yeah. I'm in trouble. That's why I'm writing a show. Right, like, right. Like, please help. Yeah, yeah I'm I think exactly what you just said. And it really is all in the delivery as well. Like, even yeah. how you said it, like, I just... I waited for fate to do that. It, it didn't, it didn't happen, but That's now I'm making a, it happen. So since this isn't a movie, I was wondering if you'd like to go have coffee. Oh, see, I think that's really sweet, actually. I, I like. I, I would be okay with that. I feel like even if she's not interested in you, if she has a boyfriend or whatever, she's going to be like, oh, that's nice. Uh, you know, sorry. Mm-hmm. Right. But and then like that at least, although it's what you don't want to hear, it's still what you want to hear. You right. want to hear that more than just seeing her run by again, because eventually there's going to be a man there with her, and then you're done, done. Right, and your uh, your opportunity is gone. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. That is a perfect way to end our show. This was interesting recording at my home. I know it doesn't feel weird for you. I feel closer to you now that we're do, now in you, Yeah, you see my now husband see and my her son. backyard. My backyard, mm-hmm. my pretty backyard. <laughs> Interesting. Well, ho- you know, hopefully we'll do more of these back here. So we'll see how this turns out and what people think. But Rena, thank you so much thank for coming you. over. You were so nervous before, I but know. you did really, and, really well. And thank like, you. Men, you know this. Like a lot of the times, people that are on these shows and these podcasts are people who are maybe more academic in their dating knowledge. And like you're a real 
woman like plucked from the actual dating life of of this community and not in the Hollywood community as right. well. Right. No, yeah. Like Definitely. we always have tons of people who are like, "Oh, I hate the LA scene," and I'm an actor, or I'm this and yeah. that. And it, you're like, you, you work in education. You're like yeah. a normal everyday person. Because. Because guys you. want that. There's a lot of guys. Like, I just want an elementary school teacher that I can, you know, enjoy my life with. Mm-hmm. So, like, hearing from an actual real person, not an actor, <laughs> is so cool. Thank you. He's like, it's so cool. You're a real person. That never happens in L.A. <laughs> anyway, if you want to write in questions for the Ask Women podcast that we can overanalyze to death on our show, write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Don't be a loser and download individual episodes. Go and subscribe. It's so much easier. They just go directly into your phone or whatever device you're using and you can listen to it every Thursday. We will see you guys next week. Thank you. (laughs) If you're a fan of the show, we need your help. This month, we're in a competition with other podcasts to see what we can get. The most completed answers to our audience survey. It only takes a few minutes and you can do it from your phone. It's at wondery.com slash survey. That's wonder, the letter Y, dot com slash survey. Thank you so much, Kristen. I will be forever thankful.